Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Hello my friends, I hope you're having a great day. I am having a great day too. I am still in the woods. So um yeah absolutely I'm having uh I'm 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 on a holiday, a small holiday, weekend getaway. And it's good to be in the woods. It's a little bit smoggy because of forest fires, but uh, the entire United States and Canada, uh, we're under smog right now, and uh, it's it's a little bit difficult. Okay, uh, the whole western seaboard, sorry, eastern seaboard, you have forest fires in BC, Alberta, going right, and it's going down into the states. The smog is going in the states, and it's it's all about the place. So um, it's a little bit difficult, uh, but look, um, we hope that the forest fires go off fast, the people are safe, um, and we'll see where it takes us. But uh, yeah, it's a little bit smoggy, but uh, we're still in the woods, and hopefully we'll be safe. So, my friends, um, I want to talk to you today about the tragedy of the hypocrisy of Barack Obama. And um, Arjunam Khanum, if I'm not mistaken, her name is, I can't even get her name because I, I, I just can't stand that woman. Um, she is um, uh, a journalist with a wire. Khanum is her last name. And um, as usual, they talk only about minority rights. As if we are different people, we are different, um, we are, as if we are special aliens and the, and the rest of the people are all third class, dirt bags, um, only the minorities are real people, so we should only talk about rights for minorities, we should not talk about rights for anyone else, rights is not universal rights is only for a specific group of people because their their super god has given them uh, special rights and special existence and so on and so forth you cannot believe the hypocrisy in this in this mentality and of course we have our dear barack obama who says if people vote for um uh, modi narendra modi um, again, um, your, he, it will cause a, um, a second partition in India. I mean, this guy has the audacity to, ha- to interfere in elections of, uh, and democracy of India, but he, he has no business to interfere in anyone's democracy at all. No one, no business. No one from India interferes in his business but he has the rights to interfere in business of others. I mean, this guy is so sick, disgusting, specifically given the fact that he has bombed Islamic nations, lock, stock, and barrel. He is behind the drones. Um, he is behind the wars. He is, he is, during his tenure, he had seven wars going on, most of which were in Islamic nations. Um, I mean, he has, he is, uh, uh, he, he has killed more people during his tenure than you can imagine. And, and he has the guts and the courage to talk about partition in India. He is the modern day Jinnah and he is the modern day Maha. He is the modern day hypocrite behind, um, 
Mahatma Gandhi who used Muslims to break the nation because I do believe that Mahatma Gandhi or should I say Gandhi because I don't like calling him Mahatma Gandhi Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi was the person who used Muslims to fight the battle in the front against the British in and, and thereby dividing them into two separate groups one against India one for Pakistan uh, and Jinnah and one against um, Pakistan and Jinnah one for India so they broke up into two because Mahatma Gandhi or should I say Gandhi used um, Muslims as a front to drive his agenda and this is exactly exactly what Barack Obama is doing he is using Muslims as a front to get to power using them as victims as tools as minorities running an agenda a narrative to divide the country um, and he is the modern day uh, Jinnah and modern day hypocrite of Gandhi and I'm sorry I grew up liking Gandhi there are things about him where I guess okay, but in my opinion, look, he, he, I, I don't have any opinion, I don't have any liking for him anymore after all the research I've done. Now, let's go back to the first point I have talked about, okay? We have talked about Kanam. Uh, 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 I can't get her name. Arjunam Kanam, she is a journalist for The Wire in India. Uh, Arfa, sorry, Arfa Kanam. I apologize. Arfa Khanum. I don't know why I can't get, get her name. So she was referring to a question that Narendra Modi was asked by the Wall Street Journal. Okay, another uh, beep, 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 beep um, newspaper or publication, should I say, um, in the United States. And this newspaper was very clearly... Uh, he had asked Narendra Modi, what are you going to do about uh, securing uh, Muslim rights and, and securing, um, uh, pr- uh, making sure that free speech is available to, uh, all na- uh, to all Muslims in the country and democracy in the country and promoting democracy as if... Um, Narendra Modi is the downfall of democracy. Narendra Modi is the downfall of, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, human rights and Muslim rights. But let me just go to the question. Narendra Modi was asked this by the Wall Street Journal. And Narendra Modi very clearly said, very politically correct, because I would have... uh, I would have... Uh, absolutely you know slap that person because I can't stand these questions I'm an ex-Christian I'm an I I am I was the so-called minority in India but of course in those days we never had the concept of minority it was not talked about that often okay it's come out more now Um, uh, so Narana Modi said look very politically correct democracy we have democracy in our blood we are the mother of all democracies. We have been democratic since a very long time. Um, it is only during the invasions we had democracy in Vedic history. Before these Abrahamic groups came out with the so-called democracy, we have democracy in our, in our blood. And when, when the Indian constitution and India and the government of India provides constitutional rights to practice religion uh, for everyone, to practice faith for everyone which is true 
um, to practice, um, to, to live peacefully uh, and not discriminate, okay? Um, but the tragedy, is, uh, the tragedy of this narrative, it's, it's pushed by a political party, okay, under, okay, this is not what Narendra Modi said, I'm just putting it in my own words now. Uh, we'll go back to Narendra Modi. So he, he talked in generally without dividing the country into Hindu and Muslim minority and majority. Okay? He gave an answer that was uh, for all. India is about rights for all. India is not about rights for... India is not about rights only for Muslims. India is not only a right only for Hindus. India is a right, right for all. Sabka saat, sabka vikas, he said. And... Um, this, this was basically trying to tell them that we are not going to divide the BJP or the government of India is not going to divide the country into Hindu and Muslim into minority and majority like that of uh, like the identity politics of the Indian National Congress like the identity politics of the, the relics of colonial empires those are Christianity and, and, and Islam those are not the identity politics of the government of India, neither like that of the, of, of the United States. It is, the government of India does not play identity politics. Uh, neither does the BJP play identity politics with, with, um, with, um, um, with its economics. Economics is for all. Economics is for everyone. Everyone in the country has rights. Um, and this was basically Narendra Modi's answer. It was a question by the, um, by the uh, Wall Street Journal. So you have Arfa Khanum, um, um, you know, tweeting out in her Twitter feed saying the Indian Prime Minister cannot even answer, uh, uh, give, a, give a correct and give an answer um, on the question about Muslim rights um, in India, he cannot even answer that question. And the Islamophobic right-wing ga- gang, blah, blah, blah. I-, I don't even remember it because I don't want to remember it. It is insulting to even see that woman's name. And she and her non-stop fake Islamophobia, perceived Islamophobia because the relic of the empire that she is has been brainwashed to believe that she is special uh, they have special rights they should have special rights minorities who are actually hindus converted from from uh in the past to colonial invasions uh and brainwashed like me uh have special rights of more above and beyond natives of the land which we are ourselves but who we have been brainwashed to despise and degrade and isolate ourselves from our native culture our native narrative our native history and we've been brainwashed to isolate ourselves individually and look at us as different as victims because if we are not victims we will not depend on the rel- on on the uh, ideologues and the relics of these empires the mullahs and the padris to use as vote banks so if they don't have vote banks they cannot carry on their colonial heritage they're invading imperial heritage so because they are doing that because they are doing that 
they need us they need to keep us on their plantation and as long as they keep us on their plantation they have to feed us with the narrative that we are so weak we need them we are so weak we need their god we are so weak that we need someone else let me just get to the point first if the god is so great if this abrahamic god of us is so great why does he why are we even in this position why are we in this position we are not if we are so weak if this narrative if if we are really uh victims if we are really people who are desperate why are we in this position of victimhood because it's only a narrative it's a lie it's a hypocritical lie there is no abrahamic god abraham is a hoax his narrative is a hoax abraham is Abraham and his religions or should I say colonial empires are nothing but a hoax. It is a narrative, a 3000 year old narrative that has gone across the board has spent 3000 years in bloodshed killing each other, hurting each other, labeling each other, uh despising each other, fighting each other and that's why you have 90% of the world's refugees are coming and going to Abrahamic countries. Look at them. Look at the website. You can go to the UN website and you will see very clearly that um Abrahamic uh refugees coming either Jews, either Christians, either Muslims from 90% of the world's refugees. They're all coming from countries that are absolutely um uh, that are absolutely abrahamic it is disgusting they cannot talk about that they will never talk about that but they play a divided rule and now you know why these so-called abrahamic groups are always fighting each other because they do not empower you they disempower you they remove your power they remove your your force they remove your uh, positivity your confidence and they give you only confidence to suit their narrative it's not about you being at peace it's not about you being happy it's not about you being um um uh you know at in 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 a positive mode it's about taking away your positivity and feeding you their narrative and their negativity in conjunction with their political will so that's why this god of theirs this so-called oneness of god this narrative of abraham we are the truth the way the life is so degrading and disenchanting it is so hypocritical to think that you know there is a planet out here this whole cosmos this whole planet okay the cosmos is one the planet is one for everyone the water is one the five panchabhuts the five the the water the air the fire the es- ether uh the earth it's all one we share the same space we share the same air we share the same water we share the same um earth we share everything the energy field the frequencies that we are that make us who we are the photosynthesize and metamorphosize to make us one to make us to, it's the same frequency we are all the same and all of a sudden some 
thingamaling in the sky who they've never seen, this blind faith that they call religion or God, is going to come and cut the energy field, it's going to cut the frequencies, the space up into small parts, and only that part which, which are slaves to him and his fake narrative, they're going to, he's going to take them to some heaven that no one has seen. That's the only thing. And the rest of us are going to burn in hell. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? You have to be so supremacist to think that only you are going to some fake heaven and everyone else is so ignorant and so filthy and so dirty that you're, have, God is going to send them to hell. I mean, we breathe the same air, we eat the same food, we eat the rice from the same fields, we eat the apples and the oranges from the same farmers, we share the same armed forces, we walk on the same street. We don't have minority and majority when we, when we eat, when we, when we drink, when we go to school, when we take a bus, when we ride on the, drive on the streets. Are there any majority and minority? No. Who gave us this, this narrative of minority and majority? All these political uh, empires who want to hold on to their fake um, colonial hangover. So in conjunction with the mullahs, tullahs and the padres who work in conjunction with these journalists, with these uh, political parties who are the real majority of the planet, they have, um, they are absolutely, that was a car going by, sorry about that, because I'm still walking in the woods. They are the ones who are the absolute majority. We're not the majority. We're the minority. Look at this planet. Look at this planet. They are the ones who are the minority. They are the ones who are using Americans, the Brits, the Europeans to drive a narrative. They are the ones who are using the Islamic world and the Christian world to drive a narrative. They've got the most countries in the world. They are the majority. They are the ones who are driving a narrative, got the money, not the Hindus. Why are they talking? Why are, we, why are they not talking about that? Why are they not talking about that majority? Why are they not talking that we live on the same planet? We are the same people. We <coughs> That's the fog. <coughs> the smog, sorry. Oh my God. Why are we talking? We're not talking about that. Why are we not talking um, that this is a narrative that's fed to us to keep us isolated from others, to do only one thing so that they can use us as vote banks? Why? Because it's a narrative. God, their God does not exist. Their ideology does not exist. It's just a narrative. And so they run this narrative. They're the masters of divide and rule. You understand where this divide and rule comes from? They have divided the earth into have-nots and have-beens. And, and uh, have-nots and haves. That means the devil and Satan. That means because the Hindic world has not submitted to the colonial invasions of Islam and Christianity. That is the only reason, the only reason why they are driving this narrative. Because they cannot tell you that their narrative did not work against us. Why did it not work? Because we are a we were civilization long before these these humbugs came along, developed some narrative which was not worth even two cents, had brought nothing to this world except pain, sorrow, negativity, and here we are. I mean, there is so much of war 
going on in this world in Europe. There's so much of hunger. There's so much of homelessness. There is so much of rape, of murder, of discrimination in Abrahamic countries. You go to South America, you go to Africa, you go to North America, you go to Europe, everywhere. But they have to hit on this one country. Why? Because Hindustan did not submit to the colonial invasion, the bashing, the narrative, the ignorance, the insolence, the hypocrisy of this flat earth ideology of Abraham. To think that everyone on a narrative will share the same opinion is elitism, is what is called as caste. That means through your lineage, through your narrative, lineage narrative, you think that everyone is going to be good or bad. Just because you have a certain worldview, you have a certain narrative. And to the lineage of that narrative, which in Latin is caste, you will not. You, you will be either good or bad. That is what runs, they think that that is what runs a land. This is what runs a land, my friend. Currents and waves. Go to the ocean, go to the beach. What do you see? You see waves. What are those waves? They are, for, they are energy field. They are run by energy field. And the energy field is below the earth. It is not above the earth. It's not, I and you do not control that energy field. The energy field is below this earth. And it is, we are an extension of that energy field. And that energy field at the center of the earth is churning and is connected to the energy field of the creator, of the sun. The sun is an electromagnetic reactor. That reactor is now holding the, the, the cosmos together. And those rings that you see of the sun are actually the ripples of the frequency, or electromagnetic frequency. That is what the ripples are. And, and they call it the rings of the sun, but they are actually ripples of the, of the electromagnetic frequency. We're frequencies. That frequency then holds the planets together. Okay, because the planets have been formed to the metamorphism of these frequencies. Sure. Um, and from that, those frequencies, we have got the planet. Uh, and those planets are now... Um, and those planets have now got what we call as um, life on them, okay? Uh, the life forms are photosynthesis and metamorphosis of this electromagnetic frequency. So we are all the same. We are uh, Prakriti and Purush. We are exactly the same. We are no different. The form on the outside may be different. The species may be different. But at, this, at our core, we are same frequencies. And to think that... And you think that we are different from each other just because of a narrative of colonial invaders and ignorant ideolo ideologues who ran political empires that are now rebranded into some religion of peace and religion of, of um, or e equality and utopia. Tell me one utopia in any country in the world, any country, I don't care what the name is. 
there is no utopia because people don't understand that we're not a flat earth and the bulk of this planet it believes in an is abrahamic colonized and this colonization of your mind has drilled into you that the earth is flat so we all have to be the same but like the ocean waves we are not the same we are not we don't we're not at the same level we are like currents and waves we go up and down no two currents are the same no wave is the same it'll be at different levels you are different levels in that wave cycle so you cannot be the same there will be some who will go up there will be some who go down but abrahamic slaves cannot believe that and people like arfa khanum and the disgusting man that he is uh, the former president osama bin laden including the wall street journal and their staff they don't know that they think that the earth is flat and their narrative is the one that's going to control it and this is why they've destroyed the world from from the 19 way before way before um the 1980s this is when uh america took over the middle east to war to for for uh for for what to call um what should i say for oil and we got the petrodollar they were in alliance with persia the persian king the persian shah of iran okay uh before that they were in alliance with the saudis for oil and when the um iranian revolution took over the shah of the iran in 1979 war started and this war uh destroyed has not stopped from there from that war we had the persian gulf war okay where america interfered and destroyed both countries persia uh iran and 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 iraq okay both these two countries are in the garbage bin right now okay uh then they took that war they created a genocide in uh in bangladesh in east pakistan 3 million dead they were behind this war they destroyed they they're the ones who then took that war and supplied weapons and money to the ISI in Pakistan who created a genocide in Kashmir and who's also created um who's funded the uh, the Punjab Khalistani rebellion the Punjab rebellion was financed by the Pakistani ISI and this was funded by the United States of America they def- destroyed Afghanistan they have destroyed multiple countries in the middle east they have been at war with islam for not just this century the ni- the 20th century but they have been at war christianity and christian groups have been at war with islam and against islam since the last 1400 years and and it hasn't stopped this is nothing new this is just a new label the currents are the same the labels have changed because it's not the current it's not the current that it's not the label that defines the mentality it's the mentality that defines the label it's the current your same currents that form the waves and this is what is behind the wars but they have killed so many people just in the 20th century that this godforsaken man called Obama has no balls to talk about it yet he has the balls to talk about India who has not killed any muslims 
Okay? We have not gone to any Islamic nation. We have not destroyed an Islamic nation. We have not invaded. We have just protected our, our land. But they do not want to believe it. Why? Because it's about money and power. At the end of the day, they don't give a damn about Muslims. If you've killed so many Muslims in the 20th century, why would you give a damn about them? You're just using them, just like Mahatma Gandhi used the Muslims to go against the British and he divided them. Just like Jinnah used the Muslims for political power in Pakistan and he created a genocide and now Pakistan's coming down. Just like Barack Obama was the worst president of the United States, which George W. Bush, Bush he took the country from, he and Bush took the country from $4 billion in debt when, he, when George Bush took over in, 2020, in, in 2001. To $20 trillion. Uh, should I say? I don't know if it was $20 trillion, But um, um, pretty much. Uh, $20 trillion, I think. $19 trillion in debt. Uh, by 2016. Uh, it hasn't gone. It hasn't stopped. They've destroyed countries, land, civilizations. How many countries have India destroyed? How many countries have Modi destroyed? But they cannot tell you that, right? They have to drive a narrative. Him, the disgusting man, who I actually took up for. I took up for Barack Obama. I absolutely took up for Barack Obama. Both times, 2008, 2012. I'm ashamed of myself to have done this. Um, and he's disgusting. Completely disgusting. Now he's interfering in, in, in political, in politics and democracy in India. Who gives him the right to say that? Who gives him the moral authority to interfere in political values, in democracy, in opinions? It's not your business to, to interfere. You're not an Indian. You're not of Indian descent. I mean, disgusting man. And of course, and you have the ideologues like Arfa Khan that think that they are so superior. They should have special rights. You know, Islam has no balls to say. Well, the Muslims in India has no balls to say that, oh, well, casteism, it does exist in Islam. They do have casteism. They do they have Pasmanda Muslims who are 98% of the Muslims who are considered backward classes. They do have casteism. But they cannot, they say, oh, no, 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 there's no casteism. But guess what? All OBC reservations, 32% are actually going to... Um, they're actually going to Muslims. You know that minority rights, Islam has all authority to practice their religion in India, but in Indian temples are under government control and they're taxed. Do you know that? Yes. They have special minority government uh, ministry. Do Hindus have Hindu ministry? No. Do uh, minority ministry only for Muslims? Uh, well, it could be for others too, but... Basically, the Muslims take the most of it. Islam is not a minority in India, the second largest majority. And the country is not divided on the lines of minority and majority. The country is not run on minority and majority. They want special 
distinction because they want to partition the country, make it another Pakistan. And finally, little by little, they will take off piece by piece by piece by piece. And they will finally have no land left for, for, uh, for Hindus. Why, as Hindu, why do Hindus have to give up their civilization to make special rights for other groups? You choose to come in, you choose to follow your religion, you choose to believe in some God that doesn't exist, some blind faith. Now you practice your religion. You've got all the rights to practice. Why are you scared? Because you know, we know that our God doesn't exist. We're just playing ignorance and insolence. We are brainwashed to be insolent, to think that we are better than. But in reality, in our own minds, we know that we are absolutely nothing. We are slaves of an empire. The empire is dead, but their divine departments are open for business. And they need our human capital to resurrect the empire. And that's why this is a tragedy of hypocrisy. My dear friends, don't fall for it. Because these two groups are just relics of empires. They want power. They don't want anything else. They don't care about people. They care about power, money and power. So on that note, I'll take your leave. I wish you all the very best. And I wish you peace on the inside. All of you. Peace. Complete and utter peace. All the time, every time.